I'm going to talk this morning about uh, the unseen and the unseen, about the Bartimaeus, the blind beggar. But um, before I get into that, uh, uh, Johnny come running into the house all out of breath and everything. He said, Mommy, Mommy. She said, What is it, Johnny? Says, uh, Stephen's uh, mother was telling us that uh, the Lord made us from the dust of the earth and to the dust will re- return. He said, is that true, Mommy? Yeah, that's true, that's true. I said, well, Mommy, that dust under my bed, is this coming or going? <laughs> well, let me read you the scripture that I planned for today. It's in Mark um, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to that and follow along with me. I have the NIV. Then they came to Jericho, and Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is the son of uh, Tymaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the way. As Jesus approaches Jerusalem, where he will die, he encounters a blind man who hails him as the son of David, the king of the Jews. And Jesus then opens the eyes of the man who has seen the truth, Seeing the truth of the Messiah's presence, Christ calls us to love all who cross our path. I don't know if it's true or not. Sometimes it seems that there are two kinds of people. Those who are searching and those who are not. I am talking about faith. And sometimes it seems as though we must fall into one of those two categories. Either we are living a life that is at its most at its heart, a quest for something, or we are just living a life. How exciting it must have been for the blind beggar Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus, who was given the gift of sight by Jesus. Was there any thought in the mind of Bartimaeus uh, uh, that morning that he might receive his sight? I doubt it. I doubt it. He had probably given up hope a long time ago. It was just another day of begging for food outside the city gate of Jericho, along with all the other beggars looking for some kind of a handout. You see that on the street corner today, don't you? People holding signs, don't have a job, married, two kids, please give me something. You see that on the Streets in Akron and all around, you know. But for some reason, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth who was passing by, he, 
He wasn't interested in just receiving food. He pleaded for healing from the healer. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, he yelled. The guy must have had a loud, piercing voice to stand out in a crowd of beggars. In fact, his voice was so loud and irritating that people ordered him to shut up. Beggars were a dime a dozen. They had no respect. Here, obviously, was a beggar who was crossing some kind of unwritten rule about how loud you could beg. Did he stop? No. No, he cranked up the volume even more. Son of David, have mercy on me. It got Jesus' attention. He called Bartimaeus to come over. The rest is history. The man received his sight. How awesome and how scary it must be for Bartimaeus to discover a brand new world. Most of us have not had to face physical blindness. I submit, however, that we all have had to deal with spiritual blindness. John Newton, a slave trader for many years, confessed to spiritual blindness. He came to faith in Jesus Christ and put on spiritual glasses that prompted him to give up his wretched life. In fact, he wrote about it. What today is the beloved hymn of the church. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. I've observed that folks who know what it is like to live without Christ in their lives scare us mainline church members when they receive their spiritual sight and become followers of Jesus. They are so fired up and, and enthused about the faith. They are fanatic. They're talking about Jesus all the time. And we may not tell them to shut up, but we certainly wish they would chill out and be a little bit more cool about their Christianity. Does it make us nervous because the light of our faith has become so dim and plastic? Perhaps. Perhaps. I must confess that my faith in Jesus Christ has had at times when it was quite shaky because I lost focus. I lost focus on what is really important in life. Other priorities clamored for my attention. Oh, sure, I bumbled something to Jesus that I, that I had not forgotten him, that I would be back. The mumbled promises seemed shallow at best. Are any of you, are any of you sitting in your seats today sensing that, that in your life right now? If so, how do you get that spiritual sight back, back into focus? Let's take another look at old Bartimaeus. In this story, Bartimaeus hears that it is Jesus of Nazareth who is passing by, and it is then that he raises the sound level of his voice and cries out for mercy. I certainly don't ask for, nor do I crave to have problems in my life. However, in reflection, it was those times when I felt overwhelmed with problems and felt a growing emptiness in my life. 
when I turned back to God, I cried out like Bartimaeus, have mercy on me. So a first step back comes with prayer. We don't need to raise the decibel level of our prayers. Just a simple prayer of confession and looking to Jesus, the healer for help. That's a good place to begin, right? Secondly, I like the way Bartimaeus didn't back down when people told him to shut up. In fact, he increased the volume even more. And this is a reminder to me about being persistent in prayer. Our culture-inspired worship at the altar of instant gratification makes it difficult for most of us to be persistent and patient in prayer. When we pray, we can't help but wish that God would somehow invest in a faster computer so that we could get more instant answers to our request. God can and often does respond quickly to our request. Yet, sometimes it seems, it seems he tests the tenacity of our faith as he challenges us. Like the beggar to come with our request even stronger than before. When we pray to God to restore our spiritual focus, let's not give up too easily. Keep at it. Be persistent in your prayers. Thirdly, I'm asking you to not overlook the impact of Jesus' request to have Bartimaeus come to him. The Bible says that throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and he came to Jesus. No big deal, you say? (laughs) For Bartimaeus, it was indeed a big deal for him to leave his cloak. The man was poor. The only thing of any value in his sorry life was his cloak. This was his mat, his bed, his warm, his security blanket. To let go of that was to let go of all he had depended upon. Could this be a message for you and I? To get back into spiritual focus, we may need to let go of some of the things in our lives that are holding us back from a deeper relationship with Jesus. To let go of something in our lives that has been like a security blanket is scary. And Jesus said it before. Let's underscore it again. Those who lose their life for my sake will find it. When I look at Bartimaeus again, I'm reminded that here's a man who has very little to offer Jesus other than himself and his need. We may have more financial resources and more talent to offer to our Lord than blind Bartimaeus. But ultimately, we know that this is not where it's at. The author of the hymn, Rock of Ages, puts it so well in verse 3. said, nothing in my hand I bring. Simply to the cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to thy fountains fly, wash me, Savior, or I die. In short, the sad drama of Bartimaeus is played out a million times a day. The crowd marches by and does not see the suffering man beside the road. 
One old wonders who was truly, truly sightless in the story. Blind Bartimaeus. On the unseen crowd, he passed him without second glance. Even when Bartimaeus cried out for help, the throng hushed his disturbing voice. Ironically, their eyes were so firmly fixed on the Savior that they entirely overlooked the man in the need of salvation. Most of us are not physically blind. But if we are afflicted with spiritual nearsightedness, or if we have spiritual stigmatism, pray and preserve in prayer, so that like Bartimaeus, the Lord Jesus Christ will help us to see. Because we are uncomfortable with the needs of others, or overwhelmed by the magnitude of their product, we often pass them by on the side of the road, don't we? After a while, we become selectively blind to those who need our help. Only when we truly see others in their neediness can we begin to share with them the saving love of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Oh, Lord God, so many times we strive to attain glory and, and honor. So many times we reach out and try to grab what is really not ours to hold. Oh, Lord, remind us to, to learn the lesson of humility, to appreciate the finer things that a simpler lifestyle could give. Help us to serve others instead of just ourselves. Help us to lead others to the glory that you have set aside for them and teach us the way that you would have us to live. This we ask this day, through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.